Hello, and welcome to New Jersey is the World. Hi everybody, welcome to New Jersey is the World. Chris Gethard here. Thanks to everybody who hung out at our live stream over at the Patreon last week, patreon.com slash New Jersey is the World. We were talking about Memorial Day because this is dropping Memorial Day, the one you're hearing. We were uh, looking at New Jersey's most messed up memorials. And we have a surprise, the one and the only strange cat who was mentioned in the uh, All You Communists Better Beware story from last week showed up and recounted his side of the story. It was great. Speaking of the Patreon, I want to say thanks to some of the $10 tier subscribers like Eileen McFarland, John Fortunato, Ethan, Markian Martinets, Katie Maloof, Adam Corkate, Killett, Cole, Jameer, Mike, Kim Ryan, Chip, Mark D'Agostino, and Sean Elliott, Victor Surejo, Myron J. Morrison Jr., Christopher Quattro, Eric Odendahl, and Trendon Bain. And of course, someone who just goes by the name The Goonies 51. Thank you so much for supporting and subscribing. Everybody over at patreon.com slash New Jersey's the world. Thanks to everybody who's been buying t-shirts at belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gethard. Personal note, my new special, Half My Life, comes out this week. Features some footage from the Asbury Park Brewery and scooting around Asbury Park on those electric scooters. Also announcing a whole bunch of tour dates this week, including a big show in the fall at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. Thought you guys might be interested in that. In the meantime, I don't want to talk too much. But talking enough as it is. It's Memorial Day, everybody. Summer's here. It's an important thing in New Jersey. You're going down the shore? Want to know all about it? We're dropping this on the actual day of Memorial Day, kicking off some Memorial Day content. We're also going to have some food reviews this month that focus on Jersey Shore cuisine. Uh, in the meantime, this is a special episode of Woe Town. We were joined by the one and only Don Finelli from our food reviews. He said, if you're talking Jersey Shore, I have to be there. This one has just a level of insanity that you'll expect from the Jersey Shore. And I expect to hear from all of you. When you uh, hear this one, you have your own Jersey Shore stories, 973-780-4660. If you know how to get us one of those VIP passes, let us know. There must be something in the water in West Orange I breed such avant-garde kids looking to start shit In parks where we spit arson and sparks flips That's its county, America's armpit Carnival! Oh boy, that flea market, I bought a crossbow there And I imagine it was sort of a two Roman legions charging at each other uh, Intertown fighting Some people have been there in the middle of the night to whip pumas with belts The last time I got in a fist fight, I threw a carton of Clinton's orange aid at a man's face I'm gonna take it to this terrible crime-ridden city and then I'm gonna pull my pants what? down on it No, I've never had a hoagie in my life Or a grinder This is like a weird vortex that doesn't apply to the laws of time and space <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Woe Town. Uh, this is usually a show where me and Bonaduce, Mike D, get together, talk about our shared upbringing, our shared college years, and we pick topics that uh, people think they know a lot about New Jersey, and then we explore how real it is. Uh, Bonaduce, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. It's uh, Monday, and the first day of the week is over, and I'm talking to you guys. Mike D, how are we feeling? 
my shoulders are sore from fist pumping in anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> now, this uh, this week we're covering the Jersey Shore. I'm sure a lot of people have been wondering when we're going to get to this. It's something I think a lot of outsiders associate with New Jersey immediately, both the geographic area as well as the MTV show. Now, if you if you're a fan of this project, you might know about the Garden State Goots, where uh, notorious New Jersey <laughs> food reviewer Don Finelli. Uh, teams up with Bonaduce, Mike D, and myself, and we bring together the forces. Don is here tonight. Don, you specifically said when we do the Jersey Shore on this show that you you demanded to be a part of it, and I'm so glad yeah. you're here. Yeah, I'm here representing all the dropped uh, drinks at DJ's Happy Hour. Okay, so I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. This is for all them dropped drinks, dude. I, I'm, I'm pumped. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, this is, this is my, uh, life for many years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say we, we, you know, we have this outline where we all kind of put our brainstorms down and, and when you started punching yours in, I said, Oh, I see why Don wants to be a part of this. There's a, uh, 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 tidal wave of information <laughs> coming down the pike. Now it's funny. Usually we start and go, let's talk about the West orange side of things. But I, I think, um, that one applies a little bit less to this because you have to leave West orange to go to the Jersey shore. I, I want to ask you guys first, uh, which shore towns you hung out at. I know for me, I feel like this is one of the most New Jersey sentences anyone could ever say, which is that, my friend Lenny's aunt used to have a house in Point Pleasant, so I hung out there a lot. I don't know if there's a more New Jersey thing than my friend Lenny's aunt had a house in Point Pleasant. It's where I spent most of my short time growing up was uh, Point Pleasant. How, how about you, Bonaduce? Um, I, w- I was one of the few people that probably did not go down the shore that often. And when my family did decide to go down to the beach for the day or so, it'd be like Sandy Hook or something terrible. Or like <laughs> Asbury Park when it was not happening like it is now. And it would be filled with cursing and rage and not being able to fill inflatables with air and, and, uh, you know, I don't know, being slammed by waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, 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 after that I moved down the shore and, uh, now I really appreciate living here, but no, I, but I can tell you about the, the terribleness of West Orange when everybody else is down the shore and it's oppressively hot <laughs> and humid and you're in West Orange and all your friends are down the shore. Speaking of which, uh, one of your best friends growing up, and I, I feel like someone who, the day I met you, I knew you and your brother were big fans of the shore. Mike D, your shore destinations as a youth. Yeah, I think I was I was born into it. When, when I was a baby, my grandparents had like a, a bungalow, mm-hmm. um, you know, down in Manahawkin, which is on the mainland side from LBI. I mean, it was a legitimate and uninsulated house that was mostly porch, one of the beds was a mattress. The other bed was the box spring to that mattress. And that's where people slept. And, you know, the entire family would go there. And then as I got a little bit older, um, we would usually rent a place on, on Long Beach Island. In the 80s, LBI wasn't nearly as fancy as it is now. But uh, so, I mean, I grew up going to LBI and then I had family you know, in Seaside and Lavalette, so so all those places. And I've always been a, a big a big Jersey Shore guy. I still go. Now I, I take my, my own family to the Jersey Shore each summer. Well, I remember you invited me to come down to LBI this year to visit you. And you didn't come. No, but, and I think I got a little lucky uh, because you also happened to be on the island during the tropical storm that knocked out New Jersey's power for four or five straight days, which must have been I, terrifying. 
it was terrifying, but I would say it was more more filled me with complete rage because yeah. the cost of going to Long Beach Island for a week is roughly equivalent to going to Disneyland for a week. So, you know, you're on this barrier island off the coast of New Jersey, a hurricane hits, <clears throat> no, <clears throat> there's no lights, everything goes out, and I'm sitting on the back porch of this rented house, and I watched the top, the entire top of the lighthouse of the miniature <laughs> golf course behind where we were staying fly off into the street. <laughs> and then later on in the day, I actually walked out and being a good citizen, retrieved and dragged the top of the lighthouse back into the miniature <laughs> golf course. And then some guys yelling at me like, hey, what are you doing with that? And I was like, I'm dragging it out of the street so nobody runs it over. And that was kind of, it <clears throat> soured me a little bit on, on my Jersey Shore experience. Don Finelli, special guest here tonight on Motown. Where were you known to go as a youth in your Jersey Shore days? It's a, it's a loaded question. Uh, I mean, I've been from Bradley Beach down to LBI. Uh, there was two main places we'd go. So Lavalette and Ortley mm-hmm. a little bit, but the same thing. Like my family, we got like a little, like my dad's family got little bungalow. There'd be like 15 people packed in this little bungalow. Like it was insane. Everyone was catching crabs and clams and all that stuff. And we'd cook, you know, big meals. So Lavalette or at least special place in my heart. Um, and then Spring Lake, uh, like Lake Como, like that area, um, Seagirt, uh, Manasquan. Uh, those those are kind of like the two the two big boys of the Jersey Shore. But I've been you know down to Wildwood uh, as a kid. That was like a kid thing. I don't know. We went to Wildwood when we were like younger, like once or twice. Uh, we didn't hit up Wildwood too much though. Uh, it was mostly Lavalette, Ortley, and uh, Spring Lake. Those were the kind of like the big places that we'd go. We do usually start with West Orange stuff, and and we're not going to spend as much time on that. I will say there is a tradition in West Orange, New Jersey, and I think most New Jersey towns um, have their town that this happens in, but it is a well-known thing that after prom, especially Mm -hmm. senior prom, uh, there will be hordes of West Orange kids who descend upon Seaside Heights. That is our town of choice. And usually what happens is you and your crew of friends team up and you all get rooms at the same hotel. It's the off season. And you have some irate hotel manager who knows your kids bringing liquor in and is just like yelling at you from the start because he doesn't want the insurance hassle. And usually what happens is you're a couple and you split a room with another couple and then you, you find a time for the other couple to leave so you can get like your second ever hand job and then you split so that they can get there they can get going on their end and seaside heights post prom it's a real tradition i don't i don't know how they were doing things in river edge don but that i think we went to wildwood actually i Mm -hmm. think that was the Mm -hmm. big thing it was like post senior prom was wildwood so that's the other that's like maybe the last time i've been to wildwood was down there and i remember my buddy like didn't like smoke weed ever and he smoked weed for the first time and i think it was laced with something and we just couldn't get his eyes open for like <laughs> like 20 30 minutes like he was so stoned uh, a lot of good memories down there though now, where does the other couple go yeah. in this hotel room go, scenario oh that's true you go drink in one of the other you rooms. go drink in one of the other rooms and you wander you know, down the boardwalk wander down the boardwalk definitely you you know. there do. was no way our parents were ever letting us go down the shore unattended and rent us a hotel room when i was a senior in high school really the, even my parents did i my know but there's no way my parents were gonna like allow me to do that because they knew i was just gonna get into <laughs> trouble like no matter what guaranteed <laughs> yeah i mean i guess, I guess that's fair 
I guess that is fair that your parents were probably by your senior year that you were on a pretty tight leash, I would imagine, after some of the shit that went down in high school. That's true. I was going to ask about this later, but since they've both come up organically, one of the first things we should say is, if I remember right, the Jersey Shore TV show takes place in Seaside Heights. Oh, yeah. Um, But in New Jersey, I feel like there's been a long debate of which is actually the sort of like trashier party town. Is it Seaside Heights or is it Wildwood? Because I feel like those are the two that have always been held up as the standard for the fucked up side of the Jersey Shore. Probably Seaside Heights. Yeah, Seaside Heights by far for me. Oh, I think it's still different because you get like, you get the Philly element down in Wildwood, whereas mm-hmm. you get the more New York element in Seaside, yeah. Because you could go to like Point Pleasant and that's mm-hmm. like a nice boardwalk and there's still like severe goombaism there, but mm-hmm. uh, not like Seaside Heights, you know? I've never seen so many people like, I've never seen anybody running from the cops, I guess, at Wildwood. I guess I've just never been to Wildwood enough, but like for me, the oh, couple yeah. times I've been there. I mean, every time I'm at Seaside, there's like a couple of kids running from some cops, like every single time. So it's just like, without a doubt, it's like, all right, there goes a couple of teenagers running from the, and the, you know, the cops just like sprinting after them and like, you know, a, 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 a cruiser kind of paralleling the boardwalk as in just like, all right, that's maybe that's, a cop on a 10 speed bike. Somebody just got enough. shot yeah. three blocks away from me, like three months ago, like in Seaside in the wintertime, but that's a whole different world into itself. So. Oh, well, Seaside in the wintertime. <laughs> we'll talk about that for sure. I guess let's get this out of the way too. Up top. I remember once on, um, I think it was one of our Q and a episodes Maybe if someone sent it a thing, do you guys like the show, The Sopranos? Like, or does it offend you? Right. And we do people reach out and go, how do you, Springsteen, is he really huge in Jersey? Do you love him? And, and we've made many a joke on, on this project about how he's like a saint and there's mythological stories about him saving people and stuff. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, how do you feel about MTV's The Jersey Shore? <laughs> I mean, I have a hard time stomaching that show. And not because of any highbrow entertainment value, but mostly because those people are not from New Jersey. So mm-hmm. not all of them, but most of them, right? My understanding is, right, yep. DJ Pauly D, I believe, is from New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Some of them are from Staten Island. And mm-hmm. so they're coming to New Jersey and putting this stereotype on New Jersey. And again, the stereotype doesn't really bother me because it's completely true. But at the same time, <laughs> it is, you know, they, they are interlopers coming to the shore and and doing this. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't have I mean, I, th- I found the show to be mildly entertaining. And I did think it really did a lot for the Guido culture globally. <laughs> as far as that, as far as supporting the Guido cousins of New Jersey, I feel like it is kind of a show that we look down on. And it's funny because Mike D, I feel like you nailed it in a sense of before Jersey Shore was a show, we all used to gleefully make fun of the exact thing that show puts on display. But there is something that feels kind of off about it on MTV. I'm not sure why. Well, it feels bad it feels reality forced. TV. Yeah. yeah, it's bad reality, and it feels forced. I mean, it's it. Those guys are being themselves, but man, like if you put Guidos in front of a, you know, camera, they're going to be yeah. Guido on crack. So it's like that's just you know, that's what's going to happen. So they're forced. I feel like not. They're not forcing a lot of it. It's just it just feels so much more put on. Like they have to perform more. 
So, I mean, Guidos are naturally performing. Yeah, it, it was a like, bunch of peacocks in a small cage. Yeah. I mean, it's like fucking insane. It was but, like the real world. It was really good, like the first couple seasons or whatever, and then it got shitty. But, like, that's, I mean, I, I have to, I'll admit it. I watched Jersey Shore like every week when it was on. You know what I mean? And then it just yeah. got so bad and so played out. And I think there's, you know, new episodes now where they're like, hey, we're all getting back together because we have no money. And we need to scale. The first crap. season was fun because it was like, oh, yeah, I've hit up some of those places. You know, this is yeah. like, oh, yeah, we've been there. Yeah, no, it's, they're they're kind of highlighting that, some of our, our places. Yeah. That's and it fun. Kinda show, it kind of showed that like raw element of like what actually does happen <laughs> and people puking on the street and, yeah. you know, all, all kinds of like girls trying to get a hotel room off a guy because they're, you know, whatever, broken, wasted. <laughs> oh, weird sub stories. It is. A, it is a strange thing. Cause even, do you guys remember that? Um, was it true life MTV before Jersey shore? And there was that guy, Tommy who got in a fight about cheese balls. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, cheese, cheese balls. balls. Yeah. Cheese balls. Mm-hmm. And we all laughed our asses off at that one. I feel like that was beloved in New Jersey, but something about Jersey shore feels kind of aggressive towards New Jersey in a way I've never liked, mm. even though it's a thing that as we all say, 100% happens all the time, but it feels, it, it, it feels disingenuous anyway. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, people are not laughing with the cast of the Jersey Shore, right? When that show came on, I mean, people watched it to, to be in shock and say, I can't believe that people like this exist, even though we all knew that they did and grew up with those exact people. Right. I mean, that's the, the pitch for the show. There's also hilariously, a British like UK takeoff of that called Geordie Shore, which is Ooh. which is about British Guidos, which is absolutely also amazing to watch. Wow, Geordie Shore is that on MTV? I don't know. MTV I, UK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've spent many a many a night in London hotel rooms watching Geordie Shore and just being amazed. It's basically they've exported New Jersey Guido culture to the UK. But I feel like a lot of the like the Guido Guidos, I felt were always more from Staten Island, like the real gelled hair, like the real. I mean, we said this on the Staten Island episode of Gagoots, but I felt like there's there's an, a there's a there's a spectrum of Guido and. Uh, you don't necessarily need the hair gel. It's like there's some quiet Guidos out there too. There's like the the Guidos that are just kind of sharking on the side, just like waiting for their kill. And then there's like the peacockers that are just like going out, challenging people, super aggressive. So yeah, pumping them fists. I mean, so there's a there's a I feel like there's a spectrum of Guido out there that New Jersey kind of covers a good amount of them. But I think what was really uh, highlighted was like the most extreme version and like Mike was saying before like they weren't from Jersey a lot of them most of them weren't so they were taking like the other tri-state area uh, stereotypes and kind of rolling it all into Jersey and I don't think I totally appreciated that Now, I'm going to jump around the outline a little bit if it's okay with you guys, because we very organically and understandably fell into the uh, Guido track of thought. I'm going to jump back to some of the Jersey Shore history moments if we have time later, but um, there's a few things listed in here, and and Don, I want to get to you soon. Let's warm up to it a little bit, though. Mike, was it you who wrote How a Guidette's in a Mustang Saved a Wedding on the Way Home from Ocean City? Yeah, that was me. So... uh, (laughs) I was in Ocean City where a buddy, a buddy of ours had a house and, you know, we went down there on a Friday night, hung out. And that next Saturday evening, 
my my friend who's a good friend of all of ours uh had to be at a at a family wedding the next evening back up in in new jersey north jersey and so we we lingered much too long hanging out the next day we were having fun we didn't want to leave and if you know one thing about going to the jersey shore you know that it's essentially the entire Garden State Parkway during the summer will be bumper to bumper traffic the the entire way. I mean, it's just one long snaking line of cars. And that's, you know, if there's not an accident or, you know, if there's not some crazy person running up and down the median. So we linger way too long and he's got to be at this wedding and we, we leave Ocean City and we go to the parkway. And of course, it's bumper to bumper. And the car in front of us, of course, is a is a black Mustang. And in this black Mustang are two Guidettes, you know, two hardcore Guido women. They've got the big hoop earrings. Th- their hair barely fits inside the Mustang, right? They probably should have the top down so there's enough room for their hair to, to make the thing. And so the Mustang sees the traffic. They're right in front of us. They pull off onto the shoulder of the road and just start gunning it. And my friend looks at me and he says, that woman's going where we're going and I'm going to follow her. So he pulls off onto the side of the road and he follows her. And she deftly, with more skill than I've ever seen someone, drives this Mustang in, out, around traffic, every illegal maneuver, on the median, on the side of the road, and we follow her the entire way and we end up driving from Ocean City all the way up up to Essex County in record time by following this woman and breaking every single traffic law. And my friend makes it to the wedding by the skin of his teeth, like enough time to just not even shower, put on a suit and he makes it. And this woman saved the wedding. You know, he was in the wedding, so he couldn't not go. He wasn't just a guest. So I think, you know, that was a time where a guidette saved someone's wedding and she didn't even know it. <laughs> a lovely Guidette saving the day. Bonaduce, I'm wondering, uh, you live down the shore now. Any memorable personal witnessing of Guido antics that come to mind for you? Um, not so much. It's funny. Like, you know, if you go to, I'm, I live closer to LBI now. So that was like our beach in the summertime. Besides like being on the bay and stuff like that, which I recently discovered because I got a boat. But um, there's kind of like, you go to like the Joe Pops and like the big bars like that. It's kind of like a upper scale, older meathead kind of scene where meatheads have matured and gotten jobs <laughs> and they're somewhat professional now, but they still enjoy going out on a Saturday night and, you know, bumping into somebody accidentally and possibly wanting to punch them in the face. So there's still that element there, but ultimately no, it's like, it's down here. It's a little bit different, but now that I live in seaside, it's like definitely a different scene. I'm actually looking forward to the summer, right? I hope that I'm here through the summer and I can experience like the real Jersey shore. Like I've like total immersion. I'm, I'm thinking about it myself. Like I'm going to start working out, get my beach bot up. Maybe I can infiltrate the, the Guido scene. And I like, think I you don't, could pass. You think I think so? you could pass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't spike my hair cause I'm bald or whatever, but I think I can get like, I can look mook enough, you know, <laughs> I got the mannerisms. I got the mannerisms down. You know? <laughs> now, I've asked Mike about Guido encounters and Nick about Guido encounters. And Don, this brings me to you because I feel like a big part of why you wanted to be here tonight is because it seems like you're ready to reveal to the world that you you, you probably are. qualified as a Jersey Shore Guido at a certain point in time. 
I think so. I mean, I had to. I mean, I had two earring, uh, you know, an earring in each ear. I wore fucking chains, like <laughs> tight shirts, uh, gelled my hair back, like shaved my whole body. Uh, so Your name is Don Finelli. My name is Don Finelli. It's very hard to escape that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was trying, I don't think, I don't think I had the essence of a Guido. I think I could play a Guido on the Jersey shore, you know, but, but I mean, you know, you'd step it like, I, I, you step into like DJs or something like that for happy hour. Like, Tell us about DJs for the people who don't know. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of just spots down that section of the Jersey Shore. I'm talking like Belmar, you know, uh, anything south of like Avon by the beach and shit like that. Like, so like Belmar and Seagird and Manasquan, there's these little places. There's DJs, which is kind of like right on the beach in Belmar. They have like a famous happy hour that like you have these <laughs> huge fucking Long Island iced teas. It's real beefy there. I mean, it's the it's like the Guido capital of the world. <laughs> It is insane. So much, so many spilled drinks on that dance floor. So many fucking people just fighting, pushing. I was reading a review today, just randomly. Someone was like, I went there and I saw a waitress attack a woman out of nowhere. She didn't do anything. The woman walked through the door and got attacked. Personal vengeance. Personal that vengeance. shouldn't happen anywhere. It's a, so, I mean, DJs, DJs, you know, you'd go there for a happy hour on the, uh, and they would start at like three or something like that, right? Two on a weekend, on, on a Friday or Saturday. And, I didn't go there too much because I, it was almost like too intimidating there. And, it, you know, it took took a lot to fucking manage my way through it. But I went there enough. But, yeah, that that whole area, you know, there's the Osprey. There was Bar A. Um, there's all these places down there that you're waiting. A Parker House. I'm wearing the fucking T-shirt. I said it myself. Um, wearing a Parker House T-shirt right now. It's a couple pockets of places down the Jersey Shore where it's like you're waiting online a long time. You get in there. Definitely don't need to be a line. Like it's like not that packed. Uh, it eventually becomes packed, but they really uh, slowly let people in. And yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many stories, man. I mean, where where do I begin? I mean, I could start at the Parker House, their VIP list, you know, their yeah, VIP th card. Now you you, uh, you texted me about this earlier today. What is because I listen. I hung out. You guys all know me. Anybody listening to this, if you know what I look like, I burn in the sun. I, I'm. I was never a huge shore guy. I'm, I'm more a Knicks camp of I went once in a while. My buddy Lenny would bring me down to his aunt's house. That's it. I was not like Mike living down at LBI for a lot of the summer. Don at the Parker House. Don, what is the Parker House? What is this VIP card? And yeah. then we got to read some of these names you found for the people on the yeah. waiting list. These yeah. are real, right? So what is the Parker House? And what, well, why do they have a VIP card? Parker House is like Victorian house, like right, right on the edge of like Seagirt and Spring Lake. And it's just like a famous place, like really nice food. Like one part of the patio looks like the, you know, um, the richest people in the world fucking eat eat their ahi tuna salads there, and then in the back is like this raw bar. That's where we would hang out, and it was this little, uh, you know, uh, bar area. It was so small, but like you'd get like two dollar sliders. They'd have uh, steamers. They'd have fucking little steak sandwiches, little po pulled pork sandwiches, pulling uh, peel and pull them shrimp, uh, peel and whatever you know shrimp. Um, They'd have lobster, you know, he would just like boil lobster. It's the same short order cook, cooking all the food. Uh, and, and then at night it would become a, it would become like a fucking club. Uh, there was a downstairs and upstairs. I mean, it, this place was just 
the best place on earth, but they had, see, when I was going there, there was this like infamous, like VIP card that you could like carry. So you'd cu- you could cut the huge lines and you didn't have to pay cover. And that was like a myth. Like I never saw it. Like, no, now, now it's on their website. I huh. found this out. Like, and they go, you can be on the wait list for our VIP card. There is currently almost 1,000 people <laughs> on this wait list. And I started going through the names of the wait they list. They put the I, names on the wait list on the website? That's on the crazy. website. If you go to the Parker House, Secret, New Jersey, you, they have a section for VIP. It's like a VIP <laughs> section. And it's like, put your name on the wait list. If you get a VIP card, there's 985 people on the fucking wait list right now. I'd love to read you some of the names that I saw. Please, please tell us some of the names on the Parker House VIP wait list. Just a couple here. Charlie Gambino, Baba Roo, <laughs> Ding Dong, Billy the Hammer, Aunt Beefers, Hannah Banana, Statue, Mr. Snappy, The Toots, and Hobo Tom. <laughs> And oh. beefers, <laughs> the toots. It's just, and, and I didn't blink, man. I saw these. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. This totally what? checks out. And great food. Be- also, great food there. Like, unbelievable <laughs> great food. The raw bar there is truly like has a special place in my heart. I have very fond memories there coming off the beach because we would go to the beach right there. So, oh, oyster, I- oysters and cold beer. Oh, I can't wait. No, they, I never had, they, they rarely had oysters, but it was a lot of really? steamers. And it was like, oh. yeah, they ne- they didn't have like the, I'm, I'm, listen, didn't I didn't them. have the fucking money for, even if they were dollar oysters, I was, I was taking down like $6 fucking clams. Yeah, but yeah. no one in New Jersey calls them steamers, right? There's another name that's steamers are known by on the Jersey shore. Piss clams, piss clams, baby. Yeah, this yeah. is, this is oh, strictly <laughs> piss clams, piss clams, because when you, when you put them in the pot. It sounds like all the clams are taking a piss on each other, yeah. so they call them piss That's, clams. Yeah, everybody, no steamers, only piss clams here. My dad, when my dad was a was a child, he got like very afraid when he was down the Jersey Shore because he thought someone was breaking in. It was just someone cooking piss clams at one a.m. for some reason. So. That's and we should be clear too. Like Don was listing those names, and I was laughing my ass off. But just to be clear, like like Hobo Tom, for example, on that list, like. It's funny that there's all these guys with these names, but also we can all guarantee you, um, we can verify for any non-New Jersey people listening, like there's probably some guy in that area named Hobo Tom and everybody else knows him as Hobo Tom and that's real. This is not- Like James for life, man. Like the Toots and Hobo Tom, I'm positive are real people and that list on that website is not joking. I'd be shocked if it was. Yeah, no. there's yeah, there's just a there's just a huge culture down there, and I took part of it, but I don't think I was like full on Guido. I tried, I tried so hard, but I, I didn't even fucking come close because some of these guys were jacked. I mean, they wouldn't wear shirts; they were chiseled. I was like, I can't fucking keep and up. These right. guys Everybody start with? working out now. No, start no. doing your pushups. The, the guys your I was rolling with looks like it looked like you guys. That was like <laughs> th- this was my crew. Okay, so I, like I'd roll into a club with you guys, right? Oh, and we would just oh we would bless, have a yeah. we would have a blast just like i was the nut job that would like blend in and like fucking start shit and just would you just like lure the, girls over for your friends for your uncle friends test the waters even then i was just like i just wanted to not get into trouble but i just wanted to live the culture knowing i was gonna i was just dipping my toe in it all the time it was just like my it, this is what i this is who i am at night i'm a guido this is me you know <laughs> <laughs> only at night 
Well, hopefully that this podcast can get us to the front of the VIP list at the Parker House. Oh my God, man. Please, Parker House. If the Parker House is out there, listen, me, Nick, Mike, Don, Carson, the Colonel Carson cop who's behind the scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, this podcast blows up in popularity. We become the patron saints of New Jersey podcasting. We're like five little Junior Springsteens in this world. Mm-hmm. You get us the VIP list. We come down. It, people want to come out. We'll, we'll spread word to our fan base, fan events at the Parker House VIP list. You stick us behind the velvet rope with the dudes and Aunt Beefers. <laughs> we'll hang out. We'll have a great time. Please, Parker House, if, if you're listening or you know anybody at the Parker House. I am wearing your T-shirt currently. Please. Please give me that goddamn VIP. I have a friend who bartends somewhere in somewhere up in Belmar. I wonder where it is, but it might be our inn. There's a couple play yeah, there's a couple like gems up there, you know, Bar A and Lake Como. That we would hit all these places up and it would every every place was like some places are like not too many Guidos, just aggressive New Jersey dudes. And then some places are like Staten Island Guidos. That's the array I'm talking about, right? So every place you went, there was aggressive fucking dudes. You know, yeah. no, it didn't matter if they were wearing like open, you know, button downs um, or tight black uh, fucking shirts or no shirts. Now, we could talk about Guidos all night. I'm sure we'll come back to it later. Um, I do want to say, though, I think maybe one of the things that gets me a little upset about the Jersey Shore show is that it does focus solely on this stuff to the point where people might go, what's wrong with you? Why would anyone go there? And the truth of the matter is you got Seaside, you got Wildwood, we mentioned Belmar parties. There's a few other places that party. But here's why you go there is because it's really relaxing. And most of the beaches are pretty chill and nice. And even a lot of the boardwalks, they're great for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about that. Some of the rides, some of the things I know, like, um, I believe Mike D you put something in here. I want to hear about one word that anybody from New Jersey knows this name, Jenkinson's. Mm-hmm. These are all over the board. Like Mike D you, I believe you're, you're you, you've proven a crack researcher for the truly macabre stuff. You found a story of when Jenkinson's burnt down. Can explain what Jenkinson's is and this story? So, I mean, Jenkinson's is a, a few different things. It's a it, it's a beach club. It's a, a tiki bar. It's also, you know, stands and rides on the boardwalk. You know, like it, it's everything you'd think of for a typical boardwalk experience. And I think in and and one year it burned down, and that was the talk of New Jersey when Jenkinson's caught on fire and burned down. I mean, that was. All anyone could talk about because, you know, people have been going to Jenkinson's forever and then and nobody knew if they were going to rebuild it and they did rebuild it. But, you know, parts of the Jersey, the Jersey Shore has a long tradition of things burning to ashes and then coming back, you know, going way back to over 100 years. You know, I mean, you're everything's made of wood. It's got shoddy electrical work. You've got a lot of people misbehaving who are impaired and, and you have fires. But when, when Jenkinson's burned down, that was a real sad moment for everyone who was into the Jersey Shore. There, you know, there was there was nowhere to go, nowhere to get your uh, get your Zapalas and you know, ride that was, your yeah, ride. That was like pre, pre pre funnel cake, right? That was a uh, Zapalay time. Is, Jen- I mean, is Jenkinson's the same as Jenks? Is it or are they like basically affiliates of each other? Yeah, I think Jenks yeah. is just a hipper like branding version yeah, of yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Now, yeah. it's Mike, it's funny because as you said, 
it's tragic, but no one's surprised. Like I know, I think Hurricane Sandy, most of the Seaside Heights boardwalk blew into the sea. Yeah, man, that was tragic. About that. Yeah. But the shore tends to bounce back. And when we talk about these rides, I will say we did our amusement parks episode. It was the first one we, we put out as part of this project. But the Jersey Shore rides are sort of a breed unto themselves because you go on these things and you go with your parents. And it, 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 it disaster could strike at any moment. And that's just kind of part of the deal. I know I have a very vivid memory of once going, I believe, to Point Pleasant. And my parents were there. And I went on that pirate ship ride that kind of just swings <laughs> one side oh, to the yeah. other. And I was the only kid on it. It was sort of a rainy day. We were probably there on a weekday. Oh. And I was the only kid on it. And the bar didn't come down far enough. And I realized oh, I was Christ. like getting tossed up. And I was so little. And I was kind of bear-hugging the bar because I was getting really flung around. And it's one of those things as a kid, I was probably fourth, fifth grade. And, and I looked instinctively to the ground to where my parents were assuming, you know, you have that instinct as a kid. Okay, I'll look at my parents and they'll be smiling and I'll realize I'm overreacting. And my mom was like crying and my dad was yelling at the guy running the ride. And I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is bad. I might be in trouble. And that, but that's not like you kind of go, okay, you get off, they go, okay, should we go get, you want to go get some caramel corn or something? Like you kind of know what you're getting into. Uh, Mike, you did find a number of incidents where people have died at Jersey Shore rides. So when I was a kid, I had a member of my family who's still a member of my family who worked at the Seaside Boardwalk. And, and this is going way back, late 60s, early 70s. And they, and they lived down there. And when I was a kid, we would go visit, you know, had, had kids my age and we would hang out. And whenever we would go to the boardwalk, we would want to ride the rides. And she would immediately say, uh-uh, no way. I'm like, oh, why can't, why can't we ride the Jetstar? And she's like, I used to work here. And let me tell you, when they tested the Jetstar the first time, the cart flew off the track into the ocean. And every ride you would walk by, oh, the, the, the scrambler ran over this girl till there was nothing left of her but paste. You know, you'd go, oh, the, the, the pirate ship? No, you don't want to ride that. You know how many people have flown off that thing, broke their arm, their legs? So she was a walking encyclopedia of Jersey Shore ride terror. And, you know, doing this, I sometimes like to dig in to check my own memory to make sure I'm not imagining these things. And, you know, sure enough, I, I have found this database of ride accidents and, and I looked in and there's, you know, quite a few people over the years who've been who've been killed on rides at the Jersey store. Sure. You know, so someone died on the Jetstar, the Scrambler. There was a really wow. sad one about a, about a young girl who fell off the, the Ferris wheel at Wildwood. Whoa. But this is not uncommon. I mean, lots of people die. And I think, you know, I mean, that's part of the risk you assume of going to the Jersey Shore. You might be the attacked and beaten by guidos. You might get eaten by sharks. You might drown in the water. You might get killed on a boardwalk ride. But I think we've all just come to accept that as the price of admission for having a good time at the beach. Some people are not going to make it back. And now, Nick, when we did our amusement parks episode, you said uh, from the perspective of someone who works professionally in construction <laughs> that you would avoid those rides at all costs. When you walk down the boardwalk, are you seeing uh, similar? Does it seem better, worse? What are your yeah, instincts I when think, you look at those rides? I think like, especially since Seaside, I think it washed away into the ocean and they, they rebuilt that um, boardwalk over there and put like, or re-resurrected the rides that were there. But like the big Ferris wheel, which is iconic down here and all that stuff. Like I would feel safe riding that. Like it's pretty sound. But anything that like shakes crazy, but my, my fear of 
of roller coasters is directly tied to a Jersey Shore uh, <laughs> ride that was in Long Branch. Like, in, It was like the slightly off season, so it was probably like the fall. And for whatever reason, our parents went down there. And my sister was given like tickets to go on rides, so I had to go on any ride with her. So one of those like half teacup things that like spin and like gyrate yeah. from side to side well, was on like the pier – and at one point, I started sliding across the seat because I was too small. I probably shouldn't have been riding it. And I legitimately, like, you know when you're screaming for your life and I was mm-hmm. holding, I remember having my arm around, wrapped around the bar with, like, my holding onto my wrist, thinking that I was going to go flying out of this thing because my legs were hanging out the end of it. And my sister just laughing hysterically at me the entire time. And then finally, like, my father, who, like, left us alone uh, with my parents, like, came running over in, like, same situation, like, started screaming and the guy shut the machine down. And my sister was like all mad at me, like, I can't believe you made them shut down this. I was like screaming for my life. So from that point on, I never went on another roller coaster ever again. And I still to this day will not go on one. And I don't believe that like they're structurally sound. I mean, think that how many times that thing's running every day. Like if you legitimately were supposed to go out there and like check all the bolts after so many like hours of usage, like, you know, nobody is fucking doing that. It gets certified (laughs) once in the beginning of the year. And then that's probably it to like satisfy like security, you know, insurance concerns. Yeah. As a kid, as a kid, I wouldn't touch any of those fucking rides. I was so, my sister would go on everything, but the only ride I would maybe go on is like the Himalaya. And that was like the scariest (laughs) fucking ride to me. But like the, those like two seater, you know, roller coasters and stuff like that. My sister was all over those. I was like, as a kid, I was like, no fucking way everything looks dangerous here to me. There's, that's not going to happen. And the, the Himalaya is the one where they kind of just spin you in a circle at like G4 speed and they just blast Blue Oyster Cult so loud it's, that you can't think yeah, straight, right? Yeah, exactly. You got it, man. Yeah. Now there's also... And, and the Himalaya taunts you, yeah. right? It goes forwards and, and goes backwards, backwards and it's in the lineage of the Gravitron mm-hmm. and the, the, ta- the, the taunter will say, do you want to go backwards? Do you want to go faster? I can't yep. hear you louder. And then mm-hmm. it will spin, spin backwards. That's a really... The the rate of vomiting on the Himalaya the is extremely yeah, high. Everywhere. Me, I have vomited on many many a Himalaya <laughs> over the years. Hey, I also, Mike D, I, I also didn't. Your friend once tell you that um, a child was once vibrated into dust, like vibrated so hard in the Himalaya that they separated into actual molecules. <laughs> the, yeah, every, I think they made a comic book about uh-huh. it. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, there's also a lot of uh, kid stuff, arcades. Real, I think a lot of Jersey kids have great memories of arcades oh, yeah. uh, down the Jersey sure when you're a kid mini golf down the jersey shore don you did list you listed barnacle bills as one that's close to you i want to hear about that and then sounds like you had a uh a mini golf experience that's worth sharing um oh is this the one where i was on the rooftop golf the rooftop golf so talk to me about barnacle bills well barnacle bills is a special place in my heart it's it's listed in seaside heights but we always thought it was an ortley um, and you know, just, just, or maybe, maybe lava light. I mean, it's just like right there. Uh, but it, you, it's characterized. It's across from the starlight motel, which is kind of this weird divey motel that I think they just redid. Um, but the, the famous character is this big Paul Bunyan there. And Still it's a there. mini golf place, one side in a, in a kind of open like open-sided arcade on the other side. They always had the best video games in there. And then the corner video game is always like Mortal Kombat 2 or like the the huge video game at the time where it was like the most enormous version of it. And, you know, there's a line to play. But a very famous 
uh, mini golf place with a big Paul Bunyan there. Just, just so many memories went there every year, uh, multiple times, even if it was like a shitty day out, it was kind of drizzly. Sometimes you'd just be like, all right, you know, we're going to skip the beach. We're just going to play a couple rounds of barnacle bills and then just hit up the arcade for, you know, half a day or something like that. Um, yeah. Love Barnacle Bills. I have a question about Barnacle Bills, and this is directly because I drove by the other day. When you used to go there, did Paul Bunyan still have an axe in his hand? Ooh, good question. Because I drove by there like last weekend on my bike. I cruised all the way up north there, and I was like, what caught my eye was when you said Barnacle Bills. Yeah. And I I don't think about that section. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like the more of the residential kind of like uh, arcade place. Mm Mm-hmm. We go to Lucky Leo's. I take the kids to Lucky Leo's Lucky all the time Leo's, here. Fantastic. Like all, yep. And all different places that have the claw machines and stuff like that. Yep. But I go, I was driving, I was on the bike and right, I was like, and I said to my son, I go, hey, Steven, look, Paul Bunyan doesn't have an axe. And he probably didn't like, you know, get even probably what that meant. Maybe he did. I don't know. And uh, nobody responded, of course. I don't so know I if like, he like, ever it did, my, man. It caught my eye. Wow. I don't know why. I thought, I just, I thought his hands were on his remember. I wow. always thought he stood there uh, his, he had his arms. He had his arms out. Like, it would be like one hand was on the end of an axe, uh-huh. and the other one had his oh, arms. Wow. I gotta look huge, this up, man. Huge mistake. Yeah. No, Don, I'm going to do you one better. Okay. If you're out there, yeah, and you're listening, and you know the story of Paul Bunyan's axe at Barnacle Bills. I want you to call 973-780-4660. You leave a voicemail. You tell us the story of Barnacle Bills' axe. If you know the history, because we all know, there's people out there who are real like local historians, and I, a lot of people love the tradition. There's somebody out there who's like, well... Maybe Barnacle they take Bo- it away for the summer because somebody might steal that. it in the wintertime or that. something. You know? or, that's all I can think. That's in somebody's yard. That's Maybe, in somebody's... Or it's in like, the shed behind Barnacle in yard Bills. in Ortley, and they've been using it as like a, a, a picnic table the since the early now. 70s. Maybe there's a gang in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and they come up and steal it, and then we have to send a gang back to steal it back. Something like that. If you know the story of the axe at Barnacle Bill's Paul Bunyan... Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. We want to hear it from you now, Don. Let's get to this rooftop golf story. Oh yeah, I mean this was at Seaside Heights. I just started going out with my girlfriend in college, and so you know we were still before like the farting in front of each other phase. Although I know couples that still don't do that. So and this is college, and I'm kind of like prime Guido ish. I'm, I'm up. I'm up there still. Like um, I'm flexing and I'm shaving my arms again and my body, and. Uh, um, I should note that when I was down the Jersey Shore a couple of times, I was training for triathlons at the same time. So I'd also wake up at like 6 a.m. and start biking after a night out. Okay, that's besides the point. I So we go to uh, play rooftop. We, we eat at this place on the Jersey Shore boardwalk, which was just a bad idea. Like, uh, you don't do that with your girlfriend, like, <laughs> with your boys. Because I think we had like some bad shrimp or something like that. So we go up to play rooftop golf on Seaside and... Uh, like we make it three holes and we're both like, our stomachs are like, no, this is going to happen. So we, we have to like run back to our shitty hotel and barely make it. And like, one of us has to be like, all right, you shit first while the other one is on the floor in pain, trying not to shit themselves. And we just started going out. Like we've been going out for like a couple months at that point. So there's like the first time she was in Jersey from Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh, Jersey Shore. Some of my friends were down the Jersey Shore. So we all got the shitty hotel rooms on the on boardwalk and, you know, really played it up. And it was like one of the first nights and I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like we were just fucking, we were just shitting our brains. I was like, it was, it was quite embarrassing, but it kind of brought us closer together. I I would say it was a defining Jersey shore moment. It was a standard Jersey shore moment between couples. I'd say. So how long did you date after that? 
like a year and a oh, half. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I figured she broke up with you immediately after hearing you do bad shrimp no, diarrhea in a no, seaside man. hotel room. I was room. a gentleman. I let her go first. Absolutely Very not. Nice. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Well done. Now, another thing I love about the Jersey Shore that here's something that I feel like might be really interesting to outsiders is there's almost um, a sanctioned inappropriateness, I would say. Like businesses that are built around being completely inappropriate. Like people right now like to talk about like PC culture, has it gone too far? I don't know. And, and I have opinions. I think, I think uh, you know, that is up for great debate in the world at large. What I do know is the Jersey Shore has never paid attention to any social standards. Um, for example, I know after 9-11, there was, I forget, it must have been Seaside or Wildwood, uh, but infamously it made news that there was a place where you could go. Uh, Coney Island had this place, Shoot the Freak where you could go and shoot a paintball gun at a guy who was just running around in an alley. Mm -hmm. And then the Jersey Shore one-upped them, and after 9-11, they had the same thing where you could shoot at a guy as with a paintball gun, but he was dressed as Osama bin Laden, and it was called Whack the Iraqi. <laughs> there is so much wrong with that. Yeah. Os Osama yeah. bin Laden was not Iraqi. It was, it's completely inappropriate in like 95 different ways, but I don't think any of us are surprised to hear that that went down. At the Jersey Shore, no, um, no. I mean, it's a culture. The entire retail culture of the Jersey Shore is built on whatever the most inappropriate thing of that year is, right? I mean, t-shirts, yes. food, yep. um, what you know, sp spinning the wheels. Mm -hmm. There's there's inappropriate wheels where you know you'd walk by with your parents and, and say, "Oh, that's a." Oh, sorry, if anyone doesn't know, on the Jersey Shore, there's this th wheels are really big. big. And what a wheel is, you go up to this little counter and there's a bunch of prizes. And there's this wooden wheel, and you give the guy a dollar, two dollar. Who knows? It used to cost a quarter. It probably cost five dollars. Yeah, you used to put your coin like right in the front, like right on yeah. the thing. And you press this. You basically press a doorbell <laughs> that's screwed into the wooden counter. This wheel spins, and if you land on a certain space on the wheel. You can you, you think you're gonna win a prize, but then actually like oh you just win a token and you've actually got to do this five mm -hmm. times to get the prize. Mm -hmm. But you'd be walking by some of these stands, you'd be like oh let's go to this wheel. Your parents like no 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 keep walking. But now looking back, you know oh that's because that wheel the prizes were pornography, mm -hmm. sexual aids, mm -hmm. or like yeah, a right open the open the the winning, winning cartons of cigarettes. Remember you see yeah. all the win cartons, yeah, of, cartons of cigarettes. Of cigarettes that was like were a big huge. And there was also some because as people there's probably people here that go what the fuck are you talking about? You could win dildos on a wheel yes mm -hmm. cigarettes on a wheel absolutely yep. and because people are probably thinking oh you win a stuffed animal you win like a jersey shore poster no there were other ones too that weren't inappropriate but they were just weird like you could straight up win a dozen eggs you could yeah. win yeah. a gift pack of boar's head cold cuts oh, like or like a glowing like uh tonka truck or something like that <laughs> like a glow in the dark tonka truck you're like what the fuck are we gonna do with this and uh, Mikey, you brought up the T-shirts. This is something I feel like that <laughs> anybody listening from Jersey right now is going, yes, yes, you cannot talk about the Jersey Shore without talking about the T-shirts. Because they, first of all, anything that they can just, any inappropriate thing that comes up in pop culture that they can sprint to a screen printing shop and crank out that day, they're going to do it. Like, you know that the minute Bill Clinton 
got that blowjob, you know for a fact the Jersey Shore was selling like cum, fake cum stain t-shirts the next day. And uh-huh. I'm not even trying to make a cheap joke there. I'd be flabbergasted if that wasn't true. Just whatever inappropriate shit they can tell. Uh, some of them are just like cranked out cheap airbrushing, um, screen printing rather, but you can also get anything airbrushed on a t-shirt at yeah. the Jersey Shore. Yeah. And we have a pretty hilarious running list of, of shit we've seen for sale on t-shirts at the Jersey Shore. Um, Mike <laughs> D, you had the first few in there. I don't know if you want to read through them. Well, I think it's... The, you can tell the cultural zeitgeist of the entire world and what's going to be popular at that moment by walking up and down any Jersey Shore boardwalk and look at what T-shirts are for sale in those stands. So, I mean, a really big one for, for a long time in the early 90s was you can't touch this with an arrow pointing directly <laughs> downwards mm-hmm. at the person's crotch. I mean, that yeah. was one of the most huge ones. Um, Ice Ice Baby was a huge one. There was another big one uh, that said Jersey Shore, the Irish Riviera, <laughs> and would have an Irish flag on it. And, I mean, even going back further than that, you know, Baby on Board, where you would see, you know, pregnant women walking around with with this baby on board sign. Another really popular one was Guidon't. It was like Guido, but don't. And so, so people would, would wear that. I mean, another one, Mr. Zog sex wax, which oh, I yes. know, yes, it's a it's what? a surf, it's a surfboard wax, but ninety nine percent of the people wearing no that idea. shirt had never been within a no. hundred yards of a surfboard <laughs> yeah. before. No Just because it has the word sex in it, they think it's funny to wear on the mm-hmm. boardwalk. I know. That's all you need. I see, you know, you see a lot. I mean, the last few years, I'm certain there's been a lot of Trump stuff. I'm positive. Um, absolutely. I know one of my favorites I ever saw was one that had an arrow pointing up that said the man, an arrow pointing down that said the legend, uh, meaning that your dick is legendary. Your unit, your shaft, your cock, your balls are legendary. I also know that I had this memory that I actually hold near and dear, but as I was thinking about it today, I actually think it's pretty sad. Which was that my family was down the shore one one year and it was colder at night than we thought. And I was out in a t-shirt and I was cold. And my parents brought me to one of the airbrushing shops <laughs> and they said it was the only place where you could buy a sweatshirt on the Jersey Shore because they weren't really selling sweatshirts in the summer, but you could get an airbrush one. They had them at the airbrush stores. And they had Spider-Man up on the wall. And I said, can I, my parents were like, we have to buy you an airbrush sweatshirt so you don't freeze to death. What do you want on it? And I got an airbrushed Spider-Man sweatshirt and it had my name like in the Jersey Shore, you know, like four different interlocking colors. It said Chris with like a big star. And I remember being so excited, but I look back, I think I was in maybe fifth or sixth grade, like definitely too old to be flipping out with excitement that I had an airbrushed Spider-Man sweatshirt. It's pretty... I think it's funny that it was a life or death situation. They're like, Chris, this is you might get hypothermia. The only way we can save you is to buy this airbrush Spider-Man sweatshirt with your name on it on the yeah. boardwalk. It was, it was really. And I you have to back. point out that there's also multiple places doing the same oh, thing. Very true. That's the funny part Great of it. Point like, right. And and not just we're not just saying multiple places in the sense that we've named all these different towns. Not like there's one in Belmar, one in Seaside. No. No, no, no. Endless amounts in all mm-hmm. the towns we've named. Point Pleasant. Yeah. Any town with a boardwalk. And in the Six, same boardwalk, seven, there's multiple eight. places. Like you oh, just oh, yeah. walk, multiple walk places. Within yeah. sight of each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, right? I mean, yeah, there's a, like, every there's third like, store. I don't know how many t shirt shows, uh, shops in like a row on Seaside Heights. And like, I go in there. We just, I was just in there, um, not this past week, the weekend before with the kids. And like, I think Madeline got a 
sweatshirt for like 10 bucks because it was the middle of winter. I was actually surprised. But they had every single T-shirt you can imagine. Like, I got to go back there and just take pictures of just all the different offensive current sayings that are on there. Do you guys remember Big Johnson T-shirts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. I got my first Big Johnson. Staple of the Jersey yeah, Shore. Big Johnson T-shirt. Man. <laughs> got my first one right there. The fuck is wrong with us that we want to walk around wearing a shirt? I like how you preface this together with like, you know, this is a good place for kids, okay? (laughs) You can win dildos on the boardwalk. It's true. (laughs) That's the whole thing, right? And then like, you take them on, you you, you know, every boardwalk has some haunted house ride where you sit in a little cart that takes you through a haunted house and some guy jumps out at you. And like, I'm sure most of those guys are fine. But then you look back, you go, I've almost definitely been yelled at in a little weird haunted house by a guy who's on some sex offender list. Like you think about this. All those guys, all those carnies were just smoking cigarettes and just like, even in like the, the, you remember the frog hop game? Like we had to hammer the frog in. Man, I just remember a guy just like pot bellied smoking a cigarette. I was like, this this is for kids, man. This is for kids. I don't know. There's, there's some a guy. I mean, the, there's a guy on the boardwalk the over here. They have the balloon thing. It's open every single weekend. And the guy just like, this is even, the saddest man you've ever now? saw. And he, yeah, even now on Sundays you go by there and he has all the balloons up. And like last time we were down there riding our bikes, this is a couple weeks ago. And uh, he's like cursing us. He's bringing all these stuffed animals out of the trunk of like <laughs> his station wagon on the street. And like, they're all laying in front of the place. And then sadly, right next to that is like the uh, the clown head thing where you shoot the water guns. And that's open all year. And if you hear him, like when you're, when you're riding by on the bike and like nobody's playing, he's like, come on, I'll let the entire family play for a dollar. Like he's just like on, like, on the PA, like yelling out to the people on the boardwalk. Yeah, and so we wanted to, we actually like Stephen wanted to go like throw darts at the balloons. So I was like, all right, let's go see if they're open. So we pulled up to it. I was like, and they're like, ah, I don't think it's open yet. The guy's like, rawr, rawr, like grabbing. He's got bags full of stuffed animals. He's got a cigarette hanging in his mouth. He's like, half in a fucking bag, you know. It sounds like, like such a hellish existence, man. God bless them. But the guy, because we're if we're taping this. I don't know when this will come out. We're taping this in mid January, and you're saying this weekend you yeah. saw a guy setting up the balloon. Yeah, every weekend. Stands. Every He's, weekend. That's that feels like a and there's no hardcore. There's a hardcore uh, every t-shirt shop like the one the Jersey Shore t-shirt shop that's open all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that's open all the time. It's great. There's also like a bunch of piercing places and you know. Oh yeah. Tattoo oh, you shops. can get tattoos in the middle yeah. of the night at, at the mm-hmm. name rings stuff like that. <laughs> you want your name imprinted on a ring. <laughs> well, it really it's it's a tale of night and day, right? Cuz mm-hmm. most of these places were saying to you you go during the day, you're going to see families playing these games, kids at the arcades, people eating food on the boardwalk. You're going to see some like outdated weirdo in a neon tank top on rollerblades on the mm-hmm. boardwalk. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. People flying kites. And then the sun goes down and it's, it does become like a horror movie where yeah. all of a sudden- It's like the purge. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden it's like Guido's fist fighting and winning cards of cigarettes. And it's really, it's really wild stuff. And, I just don't um, bring my kids there any day. I got to say, one thing I'm really excited about with Don here tonight is Don is our resident food guy. But, Mike, do you can vouch for me. Every episode, I, I feel like every episode of Wotown, Bonaduce will also have some real um, romantic <laughs> thoughts about food he's been fighting around the States. So to get Don and Nick together <laughs> when a discussion about food is going to erupt, I think is a very beautiful thing that I'm psyched to witness. And the Jersey Shore, for all its faults and craziness, Don, you were touching on it before. There's good food to be oh, found. Oh man, just some uh, of the best, uh, some of the best fish joints 
that you'll, I mean, just like fresh fish, fresh seafood, fresh shellfish. I mean, I can, I can shout out my favorite joints right now. There's spikes down in Point Pleasant, like right, right by the bridge. You walk in, it's just a fish shop, but then to the left is like a counter with the diner seats and you can just have, you know, steamers, piss clams, but, um, but just like, but just fresh clams on the half a dozen, half dozen, uh, you go there before you go home. We, we would do that on Sundays a lot of the time, like, you know, uh, midday, just kind of fucking have a couple clams before we went home. Uh, but yeah, Klein's man up in Belmar, I think Klein's is right on shark river there. Um, what else? I mean, the fucking crabs claw in lavalette. I mean, these are some like just solid standard, good fish places. Uh, that you can get. I see you've listed the Squan and Manasquan well, as the best red sauce red sauce joint down the shore, which wow. is from you. That's that's big. Praise. For me, it's like the best pizza parlor down the shore, just because it's old school pizza parlor. It's got that old school vibe. It has like an original Pac Man, like the 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 table game. Like when you walk in, like every time I walked in, play a game of Pac Man table game. Uh, it has the best gnocchis. I get them fucking gnocchis bolognese every time I'm there. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those places that's again near and dear to my heart. We'd go down there because we were right by the we we had a place in secret down with like my boys had a place in secret which we there was like 20 people in this place but a bunch of my friends from like my buddy's friend from scotch plains all these firefighters and fucking landscapers they're fucking his sister had people there was like 20 something people rotating in this house we'd go to the swan though sometimes one day my dad's there just randomly with my godfather and they pick up the bill Wait, you, and walk away you didn't go together you walk in and your dad and godfather are separately there separately from separately. you separately we were eating me and my buddies are eating dinner there's like <laughs> six of us we take down like a fucking huge meal because i'm like you know we got to go to the squan and I'm fucking like, yeah. And uh, so we're having pizza and fucking seafood, gnocchis, all that shit. And then like my dad and godfather walk in, they're getting takeout from the place. And then like the bill comes and the guy's like, don't worry, your parent, you, you, your dad and godfather took care of it. I was like, shit, oh, man. Nice. It's a dream. Just like, that's, that's a awesome. dream, New Jersey story. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. A Jersey miracle. A Jersey. But there's so many places. I mean, there's great fucking ice cream joints down there, Hoffman's and, you know, just all these places that – that are really nostalgic, but actually good. Yeah. I feel like a lot of places in New Jersey, like if you were to put them in another state, people just wouldn't be as passionate about them or it'd be like a copy of something down the Jersey shore in the Jersey shore. Like something could look like kind of run down or, but it's the, some of the best fucking food you'll have. Like people are very, very passionate about their fucking fish down there. They really are. Bon- it's some awesome, simple stuff, man. Simple stuff. Just like filet of soles. Just like that little butter, a little fucking lemon uh, spread. I mean, this is what I do on our podcast. Sorry, guys. I'm getting into it. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> now, you're living... Bonaduce, you're living down the shore now. We know yeah. from every episode of Woe Town, you're you know all the good diners, you know all the good things. Any any Jersey Shore spots jumping out? I at would you food say wise? like you talk about like um, you know the regular what people expect down the shore. Maybe boardwalk fries, mm-hmm. a giant slice of pizza <laughs> from the boardwalk, funnel cake, any kind of fried Oreos. Uh, uh, peppers and onions, fucking- yeah, peppers and onions, cheesesteak, um, uh, fried cheese balls, which are uh, regional to the Seaside Heights. I believe cheese balls is a big thing. A uh, different kind of cheesesteak. They make regular cheesesteaks, and there's a cheesesteak they put on the whatever on the on the pizza bread. Oh boy, do I have a cheesesteak story? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then like you said, because <laughs> even when I lived down in Waretown, like one of the luxury was that. I'm, I'm right near this place, Ahern's, like the best fish market. Like they buy it right off the boat. You mm-hmm. go there, you buy it from them. There's all the Bayman in the area that like 
you're getting like local scallops, like mm-hmm. you're getting crabs, clams man. that are coming right out of Barnegat. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting crabs that are like local. You're even getting like a great selection of like oysters that are like just local to our Barnegat light, um, Barnegat lighthouse. Great oysters. I'm a big oyster fan mm-hmm. and just a million great little places like mud city for like seafood. Like, uh, you know, just this great experiences all up and down the shore. Everybody can tell you from Cape May all the way up. There's like a million fantastic, I just want broiled scallops. I just want fried shrimp or I want whatever. Like, you yeah. know, get that fix. Like get that, that fish fix. A lot that of those you places have. are fish stores too. So it's like yeah, one exactly. side is you a got store. A market. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, nothing better. Mike D you put something in that line that the outline that's making me laugh really hard, which is uh, you listed some places and some items that you associate with the Jersey shore positively. You did note something that, that I would agree with. Once you leave the boardwalk, Jersey shore food is awful with few exceptions. <laughs> I think that's pretty true. I think there's, there's this gray zone mm-hmm. where you have the you have the boardwalk yes. and you know what I think of as the shore where you you know people are and and right there's amazing food there you can eat to collapse every night and you'll never be happier and then further away from that mm-hmm. is you know where normal people live it's not the shore it's just where where people live but there's this sort of gray strip that's trading off the the tourist trade and being near the beach that are just pale imitations of Jersey Shore food. And uh, some of the worst meals in my entire life have been had in that gray zone. I mean, what what restaurant would you go to where a five-year-old child will push back a plate of mozzarella sticks and say, these are disgusting. That's the kind of thing you can expect if you eat in this gray zone such area. A funny and it's thing, a shame. Man, the gray zone, you're so right about that, man. Yes. Right? It's, there's like this strip mm-hmm. of, oh, well, you know, Joey's place on the boardwalk. He's doing 500 covers a night. I'm just going to make the crappy, bad ingredient version of that and charge the same two miles away. And then you end up with this and you just end up having these awful, awful, inedible meals. Like most of the inedible meals I've had in my life have been in that gray area. Now, Don, I did hear you say the sentence, oh boy, do I have a cheesesteak story. And I don't want to drop the ball on that. It's just one of the... It's just one of the most famous stories of my crew of friends. Uh, my buddies, like brother-in-law, uh, you know, we'd we'd go out. You know, they would they. My buddy, my you know, my best friend would have he his family would get like a Jersey Shore house for two weeks down the shore. So like he has a huge Irish family, and his brother-in-law like so we'd go in there and everyone would be crashing. And his brother-in-law took us to mid. We call it Midway. I don't know what the actual place is, but it's like halfway down the boardwalk. It's like right off the board. It's like really like kind of like down on the bottom of the road. It's one of those like open counter places, four sides where everyone's cooking in front of you and it's a cheesesteak place. So we just call it Midway. It might be called Midway or we just called it Midway. <clears throat> We're there one night, late night, 11, 11, 12, and guys cooking in front of us and not our order. We're like waiting to order. Guys cooking in front of us. So it's just like, you know, he's like cooking the, like the peppers and onions. It's, it's going. And all of a sudden, I swear to God, a moth about like the size of a silver dollar. 
flies <laughs> in front of us and lands right in the food that he's cooking. Ooh. And everybody stops. He stops cooking. We kind of look at him frozen. We kind of, our eyes look at the moth. Everyone's looking at the moth. And then we slowly look up to the guy cooking it. And the guy without, like, just that half second beat, we catch eyes with him. And he just is, and he just is like, just cooks it right in <laughs> to the meal. Uh, <laughs> and we the- we were laughing so hard. We were crying laughing. We're like, we can't eat here, man. We cannot eat at fucking Midway's anymore. We still got fucking cheesesteak sandwich to go. But it was one of the Did funniest you- things we've ever seen. Just that moth fly in, that half second, making the eye contact. And then the my buddy always laughs because I do like the sound effects. I'm always just like, we stop. And then it's just like, he just like Ugh. zaps it right up with his fucking yeah. It was on the flat top, man. Ugh. Who, got, who got the cheesesteak moth? The moth experience. It was like some other chooch like at the other end. Oh yeah, man, it wasn't geez, us. That's no, 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 no. He was cooking. Ugh. He was cooking it for somebody else. And we Shoot. like we're, we're like, what are we gonna tell like the other guy? Like, oh, there's a uh, fucking moth that flew on. We're just like, all right, this is what's happening right now. It's only gonna delay your order. <laughs> I think that's the Jersey Shore. That, <laughs> yeah, it's only gonna delay. That's, but that's it, like in a nutshell, which is just like, all right, whatever. There's a fucking moth fell into it. What are you gonna do? Now, there's like this. I, I want to be a good host. I want to be a responsible host, and I don't want to go too long. But but just to be clear, the outline is packed full of stuff we didn't get to. I mean, should do a round history, two, man. Someday, I mean, someday I think we need. We'll probably do a second Jersey Shore episode. And again, if you have your own stories of the Jersey Shore, I'm totally for real about this. I feel like things that have happened to you there, things you've seen there, weird animals you've seen accidentally get cooked into onions and peppers, <laughs> um, th- fights you've seen, items you've eaten, 973-780-4660. That's 973-780-4660. You leave a voicemail. It really could help guide our part two of the Jersey Shore mm-hmm. that will inevitably coming down the pike over the years. And uh, I mean, like we didn't even get into the Madawan Maneater, which Jaws was based mm-hmm. on. Um, I think there's a whole, a whole other discussion of like the non-Jersey Shore things that only happen at the Jersey Shore, um, like you know, going to shows at the Stone Pony or the Asbury Lanes, like things you don't think of as the shore, but they're at the shore. I know Mike and Nick, you guys always used to go to the Glenn Jones events down there. Uh, a lot of stories about about that type of stuff. So there's more to be said for the Jersey Shore, but we're in at over an hour. I want to make sure that we don't go too long, make Carson's life too painful editing this. So I do think, gentlemen, it is time to get to our game. If you guys are okay with that, we always end on a game here with a punishment. Now, this one, I don't even know if we're going to want to do this. Uh, I don't know how many people even read this, but you may remember in, I think it might have been our first ever Q&A episode with Gagoots, maybe the second one. Someone talked about the hobo mobile. And said that the one beach she went to was the nude beach, Gunnison Beach at Sandy Hook. And we all went nuts. Nick hated it. I believe said it's nothing but old men rubbing, rubbing lotions on their cocks. We all, a bunch of us told stories about seeing people with boners get kicked out. And very divisive opinions. I explained that it's one of my favorite places on the Jersey Shore. Wide range of opinions on this. So the game tonight is we will take turns naming Jersey Shore towns we've hung out at. We'll just go in a circle mm. 
honor system have to have actually been there, whether that's the boardwalk or gone to the beach there, stayed a night there. And once you're out, you tap out, and that's it. You, you fellas are there, fucked, man. <laughs> now, there will be one winner and the three losers. And again, I don't know who's read this or not, and if anybody's going to agree to this. The three losers have to go together to Gunnison Beach at Sandy Hook and play a game of nude volleyball. No. no. Let's keep in mind, some of us have known each other since we were 14 years old. And uh, full disclosure, I have seen Mike D naked, but I've seen, and I've seen Nick, I've seen Don's ass. Yeah. Actually, no, Don, I think maybe I have seen you. We, we, we've you skinny dipped, springs? Yeah, of course, man. We've yeah, seen we, dick and balls. So I, I, yeah. I have seen two I'll go of you if naked. it's in August, because I want to be tan. Yeah, we're going to go. I don't even want to know when you've seen me naked. <laughs> it's Robinson Street. There were times where you'd just come out of your bathroom and be like, I can't find my towel. Has anyone seen my towel? Just like, things like that back in our fucked up college days. Um, I forgot oh my, my towel. Anyway. So is this a situation where someone lists a beach that you, you can't say it again? It's off the table? I think that that's, I think that that's fair. Okay. I think that that's fair. <clears throat> I, I know that if, I'm almost certain that I will be the first one out based on today's discussion. But three I of us. I truly think I'm going to win this. And I'm not going to lie. I, 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 okay. We'll see. You're being kind right now. I mean, con- and Don, you're in Los Angeles. This might mean that we need to legitimately schedule a time for you to fly to New Jersey to play nude volleyball with me. Fine. And, Happy uh, to do it. one of these other guys. Don's yeah. in. Mike and Nick, how do you feel about this situation? Not all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we need to qualify what... Let's define what, what a beach is. Does it actually have to physically be a town that abuts the shore, or is it a shore town? Because I think, I think in town. New Jersey, there's a fine distinction yes. between the two. Yeah, and I think some of those are debatable. Well, let's bring there's them up. Be we some, can yeah, yeah. And I think True. Does your town touch the bay? How about that? Does your town touch the bay? See, and this is already a thing. Or a there's body some of water. That are, but Not then a body st- of water, the bay. <laughs> Well, let's have a question then, because then you go... Which bay? It, well, is Red Bank Great a short bay, town? Great Bay, Barnegat Bay. Is Red Bank a Red short Bank town? Red Bank is not a short town. Some people would say it is. Oh, oh see? Those people would They're be They're the same people that think there's a central jersey. Ah, <laughs> I can't wait for the angry voicemails about that one yet again. Because let's we remember. know there's only east and west jersey. <laughs> let's remember, if you want to leave... As we've debated. If you want to leave an angry voicemail yelling about central jersey to be one of the dozens of people who has gotten mad at us about that, 973-780-4660. So there may be some debated... Because a lot of people would just say, if it's in Monmouth County, it's kind of a short town, but I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. Anyway, All we'll right. see when the fights break out. Once one is said, you can't say it again. Oof. Tap out when it's time to tap out. Honor system. Whoever wins, you get to wear your clothes and either not attend or laugh at the rest of us as we play nude volleyball. Brr. Sounds like everybody's in, though, on a uh, participata- participatory level in general. Get back out now. Who would like to I'm go ready. first? Why? Do you have the shot. choice to, like, not be in this? Who's not going to well, be in this? I feel like there's... Oh, if you, right now is the time to basically go, I don't want to fucking do that. Speak now or forever hold I'm your peace. I'm not doing you know? that, man. <laughs> you have to. I just can't wait to turn to Hallie and be like, "Hey, so, um, can you take care of Cal for the, today? Because I got to make, make it a family day, Chris. Be one of those families. <laughs> I got to go down. To, <laughs> yeah, you want to come down to San Diego and watch me and Bonnet do Chuey volleyball? <laughs> hey, maybe she does. <laughs> she might. <laughs> she might. <laughs> 
Okay, who's going first? <laughs> I can start it off. Why don't I kick it off? Because I've already mentioned one of the basic ones. Uh, shout out to my buddy Lenny, Point Pleasant. Mm. I'm going to say Point Pleasant, an obvious one. Yeah. Bradley oh, Beach. Man, that was going to be my first. Asbury one. Park. Okay. Portly Beach. Lavalette. No, it's my. We're going in order. Sorry, Nick. sorry. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Steal it. I'm going to. I'll say Sandy Hook. I'll take Sandy Hook. I'll go with uh, Long Branch. Okay. Oh, shit. I was going to do Long Branch. Nick, you said Lavalette is your second one, right? Yeah. Okay. Don? Manasquan. Manasquan. Uh, This comes around to me. Asbury Park and Long Branch have already been to. I'll say Belmar. I've been to Belmar. Mm -hmm. Ocean Grove. Shout out Cape May. (laughs) Cape May, Ocean Grove. This brings up your... Your time, Don. Mike's doing a smart strategy of knocking off a lot of the obvious ones before he gets to these weird LBI hamlets that none of the yeah. rest of us can even verify their you existence. You don't know. I've been to LBI plenty of times. Okay. Don's been talking shit. He is the Guido of the group. Seagirt, baby. Seagirt. Okay, that brings it around to me. Nobody said Seaside Heights yet, I don't believe. I'll, I'll claim Seaside Heights. Seattle City. Mm-hmm. Talking about that Wildwood Crest. Mm. Wildwood Crest. Going to Wild West Crest. Wild West Crest. <laughs> Sorry, Wildwood Crest. Wildwood Crest. Let's go. Where that uh, boardwalk's running wild. Let's do, what about a, a Seaside Park? Is that different mm. than Seaside Heights? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah it's a different town. Different? I'll say Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Brigantine. <laughs> Coming hard with Ventnor, Ventnor City. <laughs> Ventnor City. Atlantic uh-huh. County in the house. If you want to go silly, man, let's go Lake Como. Ooh. Uh, I'm surprised I'm big still Big vacation this game. spot of uh, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, the Jersey Shore. I, I, have, I don't think this one's been said. I have an uncle who used to have a boat down at Barnegat. Mm-hmm. Barnegat. Barnegat Bay. Ware Town. <laughs> I didn't know that was a short town. It is. It's right on the bay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> About uh, Spring Lake. Mm-hmm. Spring Lake. Took my man. What Avon by the Sea, baby. Yeah, okay. got Good it right one. that time. Yeah. Said Avon by the Beach before. Did I? I was like, oh, Avon. By the... Yeah, it's like a subsect oh, of ew. Avon by the Sea. Yeah. Okay. Shame on I'm, me. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Shame. Do you go to the beach? Or you go? Do you go down the shore? I go down the shore, man. I don't go to the fucking beach. Oh, okay. It's my turn. I'm a, I'm thing, it's starting to run thin in my mind. I've done a little better than I thought I would. Um, let me ask. I'm going to say a town. This may be our first disputed. That's not a short town. We'll see. Margate. It's Margate on a... Mm. I've been to Margate. Yeah, definitely. It's, ah, it's I, 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 I give is. you Margate. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. still in it. Still in it. Still in it. Let's see. <clears throat> Oh, I think I'm going to have to come Sorry. and, uh, oh wait, it's Nick or me. It's Nick has to, Nick goes whenever Nick wants. Barnegat light, Barnegat light. Okay. As opposed to your Barnegat. I'll take Nick's neighbor, Harvey Cedars. Mm-hmm. What is Harvey Cedars? If you don't know, well, now you know. on Long Beach Island. If, wow. you, if you got to know your surf spot. Yeah. Surf, wow. How about Surf City then? Okay. Yep. Surf City. Ah, Surf City. Ah. Uh, I 
think I'm officially wow. out. I'm think I'm we out. Knew, we I'm knew we were going to see. Same oh, area. Come on. Love lady, love ladies. Listen, I did pretty good for somebody who didn't. My parents didn't really bring me we down. We knew you were going to see your dick, I, man. We knew it. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I live <laughs> for it. it. I I, uh, I live for public nudity. Everybody knows that. I Maybe think we, we, could, pro- we can make it like a podcast event where everybody can come. Yeah, I was just going to say, $10 Patreon tier. We're going to announce the date uh, that we'll all be nude at Gunnison Beach playing volleyball. Big fan event. Uh, Chris will be doing a, a Visit New Jersey commercial, and it'll be him playing nude volleyball <laughs> at Gunnison Beach. Come visit New Jersey. New Jersey oh, and you, perfect together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come for the people, stay for the views. <laughs> you just have to okay. hold the giant slice of boardwalk pizza over your oh private my God, parts. Because we didn't even make, we mentioned the phrase giant slice of boardwalk pizza. We got to say though, these places compete. Yeah, it was like the two two you brothers a, or what is it? You buy a slice. It's a, it's like honestly a third of a pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's their whole places. like gimmick. Then you can like I go to the sawmill like almost every other Sunday oh, and. Yeah. Like you get the sawmill slice, it's like a famous thing. But then there's people in there at the bar, like, you know, they're having a couple of drinks and they just like, they ordered a pie while they were there with like the ridiculously huge box. So you can get the gigantic pie too, if you want to. I think it's like 28 bucks or whatever, but it's huge. Crazy. A bargain. All right. Sawmill is great. I'm out. This means it's either, it's it's Mike's turn unless Nick decides it's his turn. (laughs) I think Mike's up. Like, oh, now, gonna, now that I'm, I'm out, you actually beat. respect the rules of order. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to keep some kind of order. It's like three of us. <laughs> I'm going to go with Beach Haven. Mm. Oh, That's a good man. one. Uh, obscure shore town, uh, Lenoka Harbor. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pull out some really weird small towns now because I'm getting desperate. So, Don, this is tougher than you thought. You were being very cocky. I know, Manilokin. Good one. Hey, I'm from Manilokin. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the uh, lost Lenny Lenape uh, <laughs> Indians that live down the shore. Oh. Did Seabright come up? I don't think Seabright, so. I never Seabright. said Seabright. Seagirt. Like Anybody Seabright. got Seagirt in there? Yeah, I said that. You got oh, Seagirt? I think we got, C- C- we got Seagirt, but not Seabright. Not Seabright so. Nick, was that your guess? What? Seagirt. I said Seagirt. I don't know. I thought I, thought I said, you said that before. C- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been said. Well, I was asking if, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So we'll Mike says Seabright. So Nick, what's your official guess for official what answer or town? Or, yeah, what's your town? What's Rambling your town? town. I just have one in my head. I lost it. But uh, oh, um, Tuckerton, which is actually a seaport. Okay, the home of Impetigo Bridge. Impetigo Bridge. Wow, people are well, really pulling you're... stuff out now. Don, you're not looking so. You're not. I mean, your your whole face is. I changed. haven't even heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going mad deep, piney like shit. You never even yeah, people. Uh, these, yeah. are, these are part of. The, okay. not, I'm running out. I got a couple more. Don, w- oh, am will I you that? actually commit time to coming back to the East Coast to play nude volleyball? If you lose? of course. <laughs> what about Atlantic City? Did everybody say Atlantic yeah, City? I said Atlantic City. Oh, you said Atlantic City. Okay, good. Yeah. Am I up? National Seashore? What am I? Am okay, I yeah, I'm, Don, it's your I'm turn. Up. Can we say Tom's River? That's yeah, pretty much right, a short town. Okay. Sure. That's for my grandparents. It definitely, okay. touches, definitely touches the bay. Yep. Through Tom's River. I'm going to bring it hard with Abseekin. Oh. Ooh. Abseekin, Quality. Quality. I'm, going, I'm going deep piney with New Gretna. New Gretna. Oh. See, see none, of us, none of the rest of us have been this far to South Jersey to verify where it, or not it's these also, are. It's both on, like, uh, it's on the bay down there, and also I think part of it borders on, like, the Molica River. Ah, that's so awesome. double... Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna mess. throw a deal. 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 Oh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah, that's a good, good one. Good beach. one. Yeah. 
And these are places you've We're actually been. been. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's yeah. actually been to these places. I've definitely right? been to all these places. Okay. Okay. And now I can't remember. Oh, gonna, I, oh well, somebody said Cape May already, but. How about Stone Harbor? Stone, Stone Harbor. Harbor. I thought I was in Massachusetts, <laughs> but I'm in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. <laughs> you, can't get, you can't get that from here. <laughs> Pitch perfect. The beach is Pitch no perfect good. Massachusetts accent, Nick. <laughs> Nick, it's your guess. It's your guess. You're up. I think I'm I out. Like I think I'm playing nude volleyball with you, brother. <laughs> okay, me and Nick. The first two comes down to: Will it be Mike D playing nude volleyball with two of his high school friends? Awkward enough. Or Don flying back three thousand miles to play nude volleyball with me and a person he's never met in, and, uh, in person. Added before. bonus for a hundred dollars, I'll let you shave your initials in my back. So oh, wow, man, that's a thing. But my wow. balls should I be just shaved throw for it this now event. then and just do that. <laughs> It comes down up? to Don and Mike T. It's, yeah, Don, <laughs> oh, it's, it's your turn. I got to throw Chadwick out there, Chadwick Beach, uh. which is, I think, technically a beach. These are technically beaches right around Lavalette. These are my little LBIs. Mm. My little LBI. Well, it has the LBI, LBI those little West towns are actually towns. <laughs> what was that, Mike T? I'm going to go with Beach Haven West. Just a separate uh, town. Oh, I'm, get, I'm getting yeah. to the... the Lagoon Lagoon City. Did anybody say Ocean City yet? I don't think so. I, said, I think I said Sea Isle City, so. not Ocean I City. Not. All right, I'll throw Ocean City just because I'm surprised it hasn't been taken yet. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to really think here. We're all showing yeah. our North Jersey-ness. I Mike know. D, even Mike D is starting to smirk in a way. Oh, and who's don't anybody look at a map right now? We're not be looking at a map. I'm trying to like put your Mike. If you tap out, Don still needs to name one to to knock you out. I think right because I got he goes later in the round. I got. I mean, I got one more beach in me. Okay, but Mike, let's see if Mike says it first because he might steal it from. And me. then I have like some borderline ones that I don't know count. Okay, I'm trying to. Th- Give me a second, but I might. Lake, this might Lake be Winnipesaukee. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think all my. Uh, I might yeah. be exhausted of Jersey Shore towns oh, that I've actually it. visited. It's a draw. Okay. If Don win, if it's a draw, that means all four of us. That would be two on two. Yo, we're well, all going to be forced oh, to wear Big Johnson t shirts that are too small <laughs> and no pants. Oh my god, if we all have to go fucking shirt talking with Big Johnson t shirts. Three of us. Three of us with just shirts. Oh, that's disgusting. And the, and the top has to be too small, inappropriately too small. That's, no, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. I'll tell you guys exactly what we're doing. We meet up, we go to one of the t shirt shops at the nearby, whatever, Long Branch, whatever the nearest one is, Sandy Hook. We each buy each other a shirt from the store and you can't, you can't decide what your shirt is. And then we have to go play bottomless volleyball in shirts that we buy each other. Jersey Shore t-shirt stuff. Oh man. Oh my God. Okay, Don, if you nail another one, you will, you will buy the skinnier well, t-shirt. I, I want to, does brick count or no? Because like bricks yeah. on the... You know. Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, okay. my friend has a, a house on okay. brick on the water. I brick, I, I would give you yeah. brick. Okay. There's brick, and I have like some other ones. I'd like, but yeah, that's, a bunch that's, of little. that's but I, I am tapped I, pretty much. I have like wow two more. It was harder than you thought, right? Don? Oh my god, harder than you because I was just going down like oh I know like from Bradley or Asbury Park basically or Deal basically down, 
And then, like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You look shell-shocked. You look exhausted. I'm I'm really exhausted. I was like, wow. There's there's other places I just haven't been that I know are around, but I just haven't been there. Like, Neptune, right? Yeah, me too. I've been around Neptune or Neptune City and stuff. Like... Neptune's depressing. Neptune's depressing. So I, I think what I, the idea that we all have to go to a Jersey Shore t-shirt sh- shop, get a big Johnson. I get to buy. I get to buy Nick a t-shirt. <laughs> Nick gets to buy Mike a t-shirt. Mike gets to buy me a t-shirt. <laughs> then we all in shame <laughs> go to Gunnison Beach. It's so much worse with just shirts. It's, the- it's so much worse than just being naked. There's a hundred percent chance that I'm getting you an airbrush Spider-Man sweatshirt. Not only will you will it be awkward, but you're gonna be like five. It's gonna be like five hundred degrees. You're gonna have to wear this like I'm gonna get somebody sticky polyester airbrush sweatshirt. Can't touch this with an arrow pointing down in, in uh-huh. honor of earlier uh-huh. conversations uh-huh. with lots of stars. Oh, my God. I glitter. cannot wait for this. If you make me wear an airbrush Spider-Man sweatshirt on a new beach. But just like dick and balls out? Extra oh. small. Extra God small. damn it. And you know somebody who listens to this is going to randomly be there that day. Mm-hmm. They better be. Oh. Oh. Well, I've never looked forward to anything more in my life than that. Event. No face uh, shots. No face shots. We'll wear, <laughs> no we can face wear shots. Waist down. <laughs> Waist down photograph evidence only. Bonaduce's visual aids from that much are going to be, <laughs> they're going to, uh, pornography's in the eye. We're, it's going to, we're going to get in trouble. Listen, it's called I have to, art. It's called art. <laughs> I have to thank everybody who's been listening and supporting us. Remember, if you hear anything on this show or any other show in New Jersey is the world that you have something to say. Uh, in regards to it, remember it is nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. That's nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. If you have your own Jersey Shore stories, if we said something you want to call bullshit on, if you have questions, follow ups, if you're an out of stater, it's all good. And uh, this was a great reminiscence of a place that is near and dear to all of our hearts and everyone in New Jersey's hearts. And I, I got to thank uh, Mike and Nick as always, and especially. Don Finnell, you asked him on this episode. I understand why. Uh, it's stunning. And I know you got about a thousand more stories. Oh, yeah, so when we do the Jersey Shore follow ups, you got to come Thanks back. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here, handsome Don. <laughs> <laughs>